So it's something like, uh, they're the best, worst friends. Best, worst friends. Best, worst friends. We're Doug and Tim. Dude, I spent like five hours today playing uh, Daisy. A lot of time. That's a lot of time. Yeah. Me and Nick were playing, and uh, we met up with a, a buddy of his wanted to try the game out. So we were like trying to meet up with him. We ran across almost the whole map, and he died in the time that it took us to get to him. Nice. And then we ran up to him again. And then as we're getting up to him, he's like, all my things are blinking. And Nick was like trying to feed him. And then he just fucking dropped dead right in front of us. And we're like, oh, for fuck's sakes. <laughs> then we had to cut him up and use his bones to make hooks. We could go fishing. And <laughs> I think that he well, would be upset. Come back. Another episode of Best Worst Friends. I'll take that again. Why not? Why? <laughs> no, no. Keep going. Episode 104 of Best Worst Friends. Guys, uh, as good as ever, as high quality as ever. I'm Doug Koning. All right, Doug. Do you know what our biggest problem is? Uh, that we're fat. That we're not funny. We are not getting rich quick enough. That's true. Biggest problem. We're obviously getting so rich right now, but not fast enough. Okay. Yeah, mine's really taking some I feel like I'm getting I'm staying poor long instead of getting rich quick. Well, luckily I have some suggestions for you. <laughs> it feels I like have... we're opening the podcast with like a, a multi-level marketing scheme. If you buy Tupperware, Best Worst Friends Tupperware. If yeah, if you buy these get rich quick schemes and then you can sell them to your friends so they can get rich quick too. I'm honestly proud of you for wanting to talk about this just because that phrase feels hard for me to say. Get rich get quick rich schemes. Quick. It's hard. It's like <laughs> it, it asks a lot of your mouth, you know? Yeah. Well, some of us have talented mouths, dude. Yeah, I know. Those big old some, lips. Of, some of us some of us don't. No wonder you can enunciate fucking size of those lips. Yeek. Damn, dude. New York. Oh my ah. god. I should um, be a lip model. Is that a thing? <laughs> I don't think I'd be a good lip model. You don't think so? I don't think so. <laughs> I got some fucking yellow teeth and not a great mustache. So yeah. uh, that's gonna affect it. It'd be funny if you were trying out lipstick though with the mustache. I try. <laughs> I uh, I started wearing um chap or lip chat lip balm whatever you call it. Uh-huh. Is this the winter season? And I re- I I got one of those Nivea ones that comes out like it's lipstick, and I realized I don't know how to put on lip balm not like lipstick. <laughs> so I just like put it on the top and then the bottom, and then I like <laughs> like put my lips together. <laughs> That's how my mom puts on lipstick, and so I was like, this is pretty much the same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like that's how you put it on until you do it one time, and then like a guy you respect sees you do it like that. Or like your dad sees you, and then he's like, "All right, I'm gonna take you in the bathroom, show you, right. put lip chap on like a man." Yeah, you grab it with your fist and you just mush it on there. I don't think there's any way to put it on like a you man. Put it on to like the end of a belt sander, and you're just like, just bringing it close <laughs> to your lips. Yeah, man, lip chap. No, do you know how you yeah, put you on put lip chap as a man? You just have chapped lips. That's what yeah. men do. Men's lip chap is their tongue. It's not good for your lips, though. You just put it between a woman's boobs, and then you get right in there. Yeah, there you go. Or a man's butt. Yeah, yeah, we're not. that's what you prefer. We're not faulting anyone's lifestyles here. At that Get Rich Quick quick Emporium. Schemes. Yes. Um, Before I get into these, I feel like it's important to note that Get Rich Quick Schemes don't help anyone. What about the people on top? Oh, yeah, you make the money, yeah. but in terms of what you're providing, it doesn't help anybody. Mm. Oh, of course. Okay. So here's my first one. Are, um, are these ones you've made up or that you've looked up and you're like, I want to get into these? These ones I've made up. Okay. All right. Now, I've, I'm I've honestly more these. interested. Okay. Yeah, so if, if these are really good, then cancel the podcast. Don't put them out. We'll become millionaires instead. Okay. Next week, we'll have episode 105, and it'll be about uh, what we did with our riches. Yeah. So what's the important 
what's the most important thing going on sort of in parenting right now? That's correct. It is teaching babies about racism. <laughs> That's where the money is. That's what's important. You've got... There's like, for sure money there, yeah. Oh, yeah. Toddlers are learning about Orange Shirt Day. Uh, they're reading the anti-racist baby. So, but the I don't think... The anti-racist baby! Have you not oh, seen that great. book? No! It's oh, I a thought you made that book. up. No, it's called The Anti-Racist Baby, and it's about teaching your baby how to be anti-racist. Big best-selling book. Okay, I wish I'd invented it. That lady's man, my hero, dude, or man. Um, like people just—that's what we need. Yeah, this is what this is. We got to cash in on these. Yeah, fucking we need dummies. to cash in on this. Yeah, because we need parents looking at each other, going, "Oh, you didn't buy that thing? I didn't know you wanted to raise Hitler. That's too bad. That you want to raise the worst." Adults. How we should write a book? No, everyone, stop listening. Uh, called how to not raise a Hitler. And it's just, That's, it would yes. just become required reading. How could you not get that book? You know, Hitler kind Hitler. of looks like Donald Trump. Yeah. Oh, we get it. We get the whole audience. You get it hate oh, read yeah. by fans of Trump. You get it read by people who hate Trump. Oh, yeah. So, that's really, and then you just you get it on Fox News. They're all like, "Can you believe this book exists?" And then people buy it just to burn it. It's yeah, right. We gotta We're, buy them all so no one else can buy them. And the people who printed them are like, "Oh no, they're <laughs> <laughs> they're burning the books." I remember I watched this thing about NFL players when they asked them about like people were burning their jerseys when they like move teams. NFL <laughs> players were like, "Thanks for buying a jersey. I guess I don't know. <laughs> I don't care." Yeah. What do I fucking you do? You, know you just want with it. burned like hundreds of dollars of fabric for no reason. Like that probably would become a collector item, dummy. But okay, but here was my here's here was my idea. Uh -huh. You know those. Uh, the problem is we're not getting the kids young enough. Okay. Okay. You want to hit them in they the need... womb? No, I want to hit them right out of the hospital. So what it is is it's a mobile, like one of those baby mobiles that goes above the crib and spins. Yeah. About residential schools. I like it. Okay, so it's a bunch of Catholic priests who kind of look like um, we're the evil spirits from Hogwarts. Evil that, spirits from Hogwarts. Th they kiss people. Oh, the uh, the dementors. Uh, dementors. Oh yeah, they're God, Catholic priests who kind of look like dementors. And then one of the things is a Native American child. And then you spin it, and it kind of looks like they're chasing him. Okay. Yeah. And you yeah. put that above the baby's crib, so the baby knows. About atrocities. Yeah. It's important. You can't have ignorant babies. It has to be as informed uh, as... You know what's crazy to think about for this generation? Is just, like, the brunt of, like, fucking everything they have to deal with so fast. Like, I remember up to, like, grade five and six learning, you know, Thanksgiving was... And the the natives and the the Europeans, they got together and they had a nice meal. And that's why we have Thanksgiving because they wanted to be nice to each other and thank each other for giving each other their thanks. And you're like, that's not, this is not history. Yeah, well, yeah but that is, what you're talking about is that's like legitimate white privilege is <laughs> is the fact that white children get to grow up not learning about atrocities until their parents decide to. Yeah, to like, as most opposed to don't. other kids who are, the parents are like, don't like don't really talk about Thanksgiving. <laughs> That's not we but don't I really think, do that here. I think there's gotta be some there's gotta be a happy medium between uh exposing kids to like the horrific atrocities of the world and then not lying to them about them. You know? It's one of those things where like, yeah, if Thanksgiving comes up, it's like, yeah, we're doing this thing, but like honestly doesn't have the best roots you know like uh you know explain it to them but you don't have to like the second they're born be like all right here's everything you have to worry about forever we're gonna go through all of it right now no we just all need to celebrate uh thanksgiving how like jewish people celebrate christmas we're sort of <laughs> like what's this day about just celebrate with your family who cares shut up yeah yeah here's some chinese food um so next <laughs> Next one, my big list, okay. is um, you'll notice a common target here. 
We talked about this. Babies? It's, um, no, it's um, like 50-year-old women whose husbands are very successful and just need to get him out of the house. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So this one's a this one's a mid-level marketing scheme, which is the pyramid scheme. Yep. And it's called Lockets of Hope. Okay. Okay. So what it is is you um what middle-aged women love doing most is they love helping their friends help people and arts and crafts. Yep. So what you'll do is get a group of women together and then through you they can send money to underprivileged children. They can select, you know, age range, ethnicity of choice. Mm-hmm. And then they send that money to these underprivileged children. And then they get back a signed picture of that child holding like a $10 bill or something. It <laughs> says, th- And then it says, thank you in the child's handwriting. Yeah. And then they get a little commemorative thing that goes in a locket that they get to wear around their neck and then they can show their friends this is how many people I have helped and then it's such a good cause you're helping so many people that you then want to share that with all of your friends can I so you can go I, do the same thing over there can I add a caveat and I think you're gonna like this um okay. instead of it being a locket of hope what I'm thinking is you remember those charm bracelets where you would buy all the charms for them like they're like the infinity bracelets and girls oh, yeah, all, like the fancy charms that like but you Depp. get yeah yeah but you get one of those bracelets but you get like the face of each child that you've helped so you can like dangle like hundreds of children whose expensive. lives you've saved we're trying to minimize our um investment monetarily and getting like jangly bits with the child's face on it seems pricey yeah. Yeah, but here's the thing. You find out how to make them cheap, and then you just kind of just make up some child's faces. Doesn't that actually... It's, this isn't actually helping people, right? Just or what like about real charities. What about sashes of hope? And we give them like a beaver-style sash, and then you just make them buttons on oh, your button easier. maker, and I then they just that. cover it with children's faces. Yeah. See... And then, like, so then women are at like some some Tupperware party together, and they're wearing their sashes, and they're like, "I saved a Zekiel. You didn't save him." And they start <laughs> yeah. fighting over buttons. Exactly. And then you could like collect yeah. whole neighborhoods, like collect all 150 kids who live in this neighborhood. Oh yeah, you can just be like, "I have 70 percent of Flint, Michigan." <laughs> On my fucking sash. Yeah. And then you, and then you run this. into your friend and they're like, oh, what is that? And you're like, oh, you haven't heard of Sashes of Hope? Well, we're getting a group together on Thursday if you want to come by. And then you get she gets to sell to her. Yeah. And then she gets to feel good mm-hmm. for helping her friend donate to charity. And then we become millionaires. Yeah. No, that sounds Sashes great. of Hope. Sashes of All Hope. Right. No one steal that. That was my next one. Next, uh, third one, branching mm-hmm. off in a different direction. Okay. okay. These are going to be uh, celebrity branded bullets. Celebrity branded bullets. Yeah. So it'll be like a bullet, but it'll have like Sylvester Stallone's face on it. Or who is that guy who just got in trouble for the fucking, you know, on set? He had the gun. Oh, yeah. Alec Baldwin bullets. (laughs) Yeah. You kidding me? We'd sell out of those in a day. Oh, my God. Yeah. Just big Alec Baldwin's just face. And you know what the thing is? We we keep some back stock of these people, like, you know, like an Arnold Schwarzenegger bullet. And then who knows? Maybe he fucks up on set sometimes. You know, conditions are still pretty bad on set. Now these bullets Absolutely. got rocket in price. But you imagine, you know, some young person of vague descent comes near your property and you get to stand your ground with a Steven Seagal bullet. That's confidence. Okay. Yeah. That's good stuff. A Ronald Reagan bullet. Oh my that god. That'll feel good. Also, it would just be it would be kind of funny to like kill someone with like an embarrassing bullet. Like kill a home intruder with like a Richard Simmons bullet. Like, yeah, ah, with your Hello Kitty bullet. Like yeah. And what's great about this is um no one starts suing you until you've made enough money for them to care. That was a big part of my plan mm-hmm. for this and- one. 
And at that point, we'll have enough money. We can get enough bullets that what are they going to fucking, you know, they want a couple of Hello Kitties to the fucking <laughs> yeah. brain box? I don't think so. Listen, I know I know a few boys, you know, they got some Door of the Explorers with your name on it. All right. Mm-hmm. We just send them branded bullets with their own face on it. Like it's a message. It's a message to you. Their own scared face. Like when they're looking yeah. at the bullet. <laughs> it's just them dead. <laughs> it says it's from the future. Yeah, I think that could work, uh, Tim. I think that's a good one. Thank you. Uh, these are not ranked in order of like how good I think they are. These are the order in which I came up with them. So they okay. might just get worse. Okay. I got, I only have a few more. Um, the next two are apps. Okay. They're paired yep. apps. Paired. And they're like similar in theme. Okay. I thought you were mm-hmm. doing like a Pokemon red blue. So they had to get both versions. No, the no. There's a similar idea, different branding. Okay. Okay. So one is called uh, AI Dalting, which AI is dulting. you just ask AI, you just ask AI questions about how to be an adult. And it answers them for you. Okay. And the other one is called. I, like that. I haven't come up with it's like parenting, but with like AI in there. And it's designed for new moms who are a little worried. And it's um it's about raising your child with the help of AI. And you can just ask it questions <laughs> about parenting and Imagine then having... parenting answers. Imagine having like an AI nanny. Like imagine the first super genius who's going to be born, who's going to have like an AI nanny, who's going to be able to teach them everything ever from like the moment they're born. It's just a robot from the Jetsons, basically. Yeah. Raising your children. But the beauty of it is we would just connect to chat GPT. We wouldn't even do anything. Yeah, you're just like just skinning chat, chat GPT, basically. Yeah, just let it do all the work. Yeah. And the irony, if chat GPT ever tried to sue us for copyright infringement, you'd be like, that's like your whole fucking thing. Yeah, that's all you do. You just recycle yeah. stuff. Absolutely. And we just brand them with, like, diapers and a happy mom on one side, and then the other one's just like a dad-looking robot with a tie. Mm-hmm. Here's how you do taxes. You know what? I like the idea of like the AI adulting just because I was thinking this week about I wish we had school more in life. Like I think it's silly that we just have it up until, you know, 17, 18, then maybe if we want post-secondary, but there should be like some sort of stop in at some point. Like if you hit 30, they're like, hey, just come in for like a week. We're just going to tell you about things that are going to start happening in your body. Like, yeah, you're going to need to start going to the doctor a bit 30 more. 30-year-old health class. Yeah, and then you have, like, a 40-year-old You will be going through some changes. One. Yeah, you're like, I was growing thinking, hair in places. Like, I'm at the point in my relationship where um, I need to have difficult conversations, but it's not traditional difficult conversations. It's difficult conversations like, I don't know how to tell my girlfriend that I need to have a pillow between my legs to be able to sleep properly and not wake up with a sore back. But I'm like, I'm old. My back yeah. hurts. If I'm not sleeping in a particular position, I do want to cuddle. But then I wake up in the morning. I'm like, well, this has felt nice, but my day is going to be murder. You Walking should, around should, is going to feel like death. Maybe it would help your relationship if you just slept with her between your legs. Oh, that's a good idea. You, you guys just formed like a T in the night. Yeah, she slept yeah. this way. You slept this way. Yeah, we'd have to get like a king bed so we could like, you know, well, she's pretty short. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. But that's what I like. We need school more so I can just because I've, you know, you amass questions that you want to ask a professional. And yeah, I remember it's it like older and older and older. Yeah, you know? I have a 40 year old teach the 30s year olds. Yeah. And they just come out every once in a while like mall Santas. I remember in health <laughs> class in high school. We had a box. We've talked about this before, but we had a box like if you have any health questions, you can write them in the box. And the only one that our teacher got was, is it possible to masturbate too much? That was the only question that was in the box. And he's like, physically, no, mentally, yes, which is actually a very good answer. But I think we should just have another box like that. Like you can just go into a room and guys like, if you have any questions, put them in the box. We'll answer them by the end of the week. 
Yeah. And you're just like, I feel like I'm not peeing all my pee when I pee. Yeah. Is that cool? Do I need to get checked? Well, like, like when I stick my finger in my belly button and wiggle it around, I feel like a weird feeling in my wiener. And I would Me love too, to know man. what's going on there. Would Me love too. To know. That's nice. Even this is camaraderie. But like the thing is, I'm not going to book a doctor's appointment. And they're like, uh, what are you coming in to talk to the doctor about today? It's like, <laughs> oh, I'd rather just ask him. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather this, just mention it in the appointment. Is this normal? Just uh, <laughs> Is it normal that I... Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I just I think that we just need a follow up to like if you had a health class that ended at 17, that's the end of your health concerns. Like that's barely the beginning. You haven't even Absolutely. addressed maybe one or two health concerns in your whole life by the age of 17. Most people are just healthy as a horse at that time. Dude, you need a. I feel like I should do a physical at some point. Yeah. I, I'm so worried that I'm just like I'm, dying. I'm very afraid. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm afraid to go to the doctor and that'd be like, yeah, it's it actually says here you should have died three weeks ago. You're so full of everything that kills people. You're dying yeah. right now. You're going to explode. We think you're going to explode like a, like a rotten pumpkin or something. The doctor just looks at your like results and then goes, oh, I'll be right back. And then he leaves through the door. And then two giant orderlies come in and lock the door behind them. You're like, oh, no. People in biohazard (laughs) suits? Yeah. Is is that bad? Is this because I have too much salt? (laughs) All right. I got one more idea. It's a little little stranger. Do you know what a Ponzi scheme is? Um, Refresh me. I got to say say no. Have I heard the words? Yeah. I've that's heard like the a, words Ponzi scheme. That's like if I go, have you read Moby Dick? And you're like, I've heard of it. Oh, I'm watching the cat throw up in my bed right now. Get off the bed, Chewie. No, please. Get off the bed if you're going to throw up. Get off the bed. Is he? Are you good? I oh, stopped. Okay. Hopefully he fucking stops. Is it just it's a like, hairball? There's just something shitty about cats where, like, if they're going to throw up, why on a fabric? It's like there's hardwood floors. Throw up on the floors. So easy to clean. Cats don't like floors. Well, fuck them. I don't like throw up. They don't have no, (laughs) they have no consideration for that. I'm sure in their mind, it's like, this is so much better. He can just move this sheet by puke on the floor. Yeah, this is so much better. He can just do a load of laundry. That'd be great. Yeah. I don't understand the concept of money. Just get a new one of these from wherever they come from. Yeah, I don't like this one. It's throw up on it. Get another one. <laughs> you just come over like, hey, just so you know, there's cat throw up on your bed. You should, <laughs> you should get that taken care of. Anyway, <laughs> that's, that's just gross. We were so... Well, don't talk about it later. Um, so a Ponzi scheme, how it works is basically you go around to a bunch of investors and you're like, hey, I have this great new product. And then they give you money. And then you go to some more investors and you're like, hey, check out this product. We already have a bunch of investors. And so those people give you money and you take the money from the second group of people and you use it to pay off the first group of people. And so you can go, look how successful we are. Here's some of the money. Okay, like a Kickstarter kind of thing. Exactly. And as long as you keep getting new money in and no one asks to take their money out, then it just keeps rolling and rolling and rolling. Yeah. And then you get caught and go to prison. That's how it. That's how it always happens. That just kind of sounds like business. I didn't know that was like a scheme. I thought that's just kind of how business. It's funny how some things are. No, that's a that's a scheme. That's bad. You go to jail. And then other things are just like allowed. Like well, crazy the key loan is that... sharks and crazy like interest rates on stuff. You're like no, no, that's fine. That's that's okay. But the key like, is there is schemes... no business. The, the key is there's no business. Nothing is being made. Nothing is being researched. Mm-hmm. Nothing is actually being done other than bringing in more investors. Okay. That's the whole thing. Just a facade. Just a yeah. fake it till you make it, but we do not plan on making it. We just plan on faking it until we're caught. <laughs> yes. Okay. And then, but, but here's the thing. We record the whole thing. We film all of it. Okay. Okay. And then once we're caught, we claim 
that it was just an art piece. And then we sell the film to Netflix. Okay. And then we're millionaires. Yeah. I think that's the move is do illegal stuff and then just claim it was art and then sell it. Yeah. Why not? That's the, that's the move. I think art can get you out of a lot of trouble. Yeah. We would just, we'd have to buy some scarves for court. Like we're caught at like, you know, there's a lot of cops like holding us at gunpoint and then we're just like, and scene everybody. Okay. We all did a great job. We start, you know, congratulating people are like, it's over. Did you hear about take the money and run? What? Take the money and run? Yeah. It was this guy. He got like 50 grand to make like three pieces of art. Oh, or something. Yes, yes. And then he just mailed back blank canvases and kept the money. Yeah. And he was like, that's the art. <laughs> I heard that and I was like, fuck, that guy's a genius. Oh, I wish I thought of that. Oh, man, that's so smart. That is the trick. That is the real get rich quick scheme is you just have to fool like one rich person into giving you money for something. You yeah, know what I mean, absolutely. That's how you get rich quick. You just get one. Oh, shit. I wanted to talk about this before. I forgot it. Uh, I found an article. I was looking up get rich quick schemes. Uh-huh. And I found an article on uh, the kick-ass entrepreneur for the top seven ways to earn a lot of money and get rich quick. Gross. Uh, I thought you'd like these. Okay. Okay. Uh, number one, play the lottery. So if you oh, God, if you if you win the lottery, it is the fastest and richest. So that's that's number one. <laughs> number two, start day trading stocks. Ideally, you already have a bunch of money to do this, and then you can use that to make more money. Yeah, if I had a lot of money, then I would just fucking invest it in something, and then you get more money. That's the thing. You just you have enough money and then you just you uh, price out of having to ever do anything because then your money just makes you money, which is stupid yeah. and stupid. that mo- People's money can make the money. And the only money I make is off of me. That's dumb. That is dumb. Dumb on my part, I guess. If you're not making money while you're sleeping, then you're broke. Mm-hmm. Remember, I read that in a, one of these somewhere. A join a mid-level marketing firm. We've already been over those joining one of those. Horrific idea. Starting them, genius. Joining them, dumb as shit. Yeah. Uh, number four. The, you want to be at the top of a mid little mid level marketing scheme. You want to be at the mid. Yeah. Those are the people getting fucked. Next one. Uh, I would like to point out that this came out this month. This article. It says invest in crypto. Also smart. This person Now's just wake up from like a fucking. <laughs> concussion no, or we're in a dip coma? Okay, it's just a long dip next is nfts to the moon buddy uh no next is real estate it's invest in real estate if you have real estate instance, money if, you've already if won you the have two hundred thousand dollars to invest you can split it into four down payments onto four properties and then you just but then what do you do when they want the mortgages for those? Oh, my you God. You rent them out, and then you pay them. Become a landlord. Oh, God. Kill kill all of them. Next kill one is become them. a consultant. That's boring. They're like, if you have 60 years of experience, people will pay you for it. Like That's just a job. And then the last one is, is so my favorite. stupid, too. It's like people who don't do the job telling you how to do the job better. And it's like, you're not even fucking good at the job. You don't know how to do the job. And number seven is inherit money. <laughs> it's the kind of list where if I read that, I would want to like throw whatever device I read it on. Yeah. Have you considered having rich parents? Oh, You're very rich, I've very more quick. Than considered it. I've <laughs> daydreamed. <laughs> Created whole fantasy worlds. Anyway, that's all I had on uh, get rich quick schemes. Damn, that's a lot of. You spend a lot of your week very productively. Thank you. Learning about get rich quick schemes. I was I, just, I don't know, man. I'm just trying to think of ways to take advantage of people who have money. I mean, that's that's the trick is yeah. I would you love pray, to do that. You prey on their desire to be perceived as a good person, and you yeah. prey on the fact that they don't want to the parental anxiety of not fucking up your kid. Mm-hmm. 
A blanket is very cheap. A baby blanket, incredibly expensive. It is cr- what things don't have the word baby in front of them that don't need them that could we could make. What about like a baby couch? And we make a whole oh, line of nice. like furniture, but it's like for the whole family, but there's like a baby specific, almost like a cup holder, but for the baby. And then that way we can make them like buy another section of it, make it like an Ikea thing where they can like slide out the middle section. It becomes like a toddler nice. size seat or something. Just baby make couch people is good. pay for more shit. Um, make people update baby, stuff they don't have to really. A baby lamp baby with lamp. like a safety base and a safety cord so that they can't hurt themselves on a normal lamp. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Baby. I don't rug. know, man. We, we don't even need to invent something. We just need to make something that already exists for babies way more complex. You know, like you have a baby seat with like a built in baby airbag or something. Like some. I remember watching a show. I can't remember if it was Dragon Stand or Shark Tank or something like that, but it was like a baby car seat that was like gyroscopic. Like, do you know those like uh, those snack bowls you can get for a baby? Where if you like tilt it, that doesn't actually dump. It's like a magic bowl. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It was like that, but for the baby in there. But I think when they were doing the testing, I'm pretty sure like the first time they did a full tilt crash, the baby was just like, (laughs) it's like spinning around in the fucking thing. (laughs) And they're like, okay, so we got a lot of work to do. They're like, listen, (laughs) if you go the baby. I'm not sure if you know science, but if you are spinning fast enough, it's like you're not spinning at all. <laughs> that's that's science. That's the beauty of the gyroscope. Yeah, but we could invent stuff like that. Like really, the gyroscope really is such a stuff. bullshit name for a thing. It feels like it's just scientific with not. It's just no like reason. two science words together. Yeah. Gyro, come into my gyrocopter. Look at my collider tray. Sounds sounds fancy. I don't know. (laughs) My gravity mobile. Yeah, you've been doing you've been doing smart stuff. I've just been doing dumb shit like uh playing video games and watching a lot of love on the spectrum. You still never watch that show, eh? No, I feel like it would make me cry. I you know what? There's some sweet moments that might make you cry. Um, there are some truly cringe moments when it's just like I don't like that. Yeah, hard to deal with. But it is kind of nice to feel like, well, I haven't been on a date this bad. You know, that's <laughs> that's a nice feeling. But have you uh, watched it and been like, no, oh, I haven't been on a date this good? Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> or like when they start doing no weird autistic stuff. I'm like, oh, yeah, I can. I'm like rocking in my chair as I watch it. I'm like, oh, yeah, these people know what's up. A guy's just like, I love Harry Potter. And then a girl's like, I also love Harry Potter. And you're like, fuck, I wish I could find that. Oh, this is but, the dream. But I was watching with Serena, and then afterwards we watched like Dating Around, which is just like a you know a dating show. It's filmed very cinematically, but just the way people talked, it was like I think we realized that we're just so much closer to the love on the spectrum couples <laughs> than to those couples. Or like I've never felt like talking like I'm having such a good time right now. Just like the way they speak well, to that- each other is. That's not normal either. That's that's like everybody who on that show wants to be an actor. Mm, yeah, that makes sense. And and so they're like, I am on television. I am speaking television words. Whereas the people in Love on the Spectrum are like, Do you like Legos? I love how like, they're they don't, they don't even understand the concept of I'm about to be on TV. They're also they're so much more upfront about what they're looking for. And some of them are like so crazy picky on what they're looking for, but I think it is like I think most people are that picky. It's just that they have like the social like aptitude to not let on that they're that picky. Like there's one girl who refuses to date a guy who doesn't own an animation studio. <laughs> it's like one of her things. So it's like she dates this guy who's fucking amazing. He's like the king of autistic people. He's like barely autistic. It's Mark amazing. Zuckerberg? Yeah, yeah. And then uh she fucking doesn't date him because he doesn't have an animation studio. And like that's the only thing wrong with him is that he doesn't have <laughs> his own animation is studio. Is it because she wants to go there? 
No, because she also wants to be an animator and it has her own studio and wants someone who's like pursuing the, you know, I think a lot of autistic people are very idealistic in what they're looking for. And I think compromise is something that they really struggle with, which yeah. is, I think, what most of what dating is for <laughs> probably one or maybe both people in the relationship, you know? Oh, one person is definitely compromising. Oh, yeah. There's got to be a settler. It's never been me. <laughs> so, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not a big, I uh, I'm not a big settler. Yeah. But yeah. everyone I've dated, they've been in a definitely settling period of their life. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I keep saying every single person that I've dated within the last two months has uttered the phrase, "You know what? I'm so sick of jerks." <laughs> and then and then they start dating me. Oh but man. What was the you're watching Love on the Spectrum? What like I don't know, what kinds of dates are they going on? Honestly, like pretty cute dates. Pretty cute dates. Like uh made me feel bad about the kind of dates I go on, but I'm just like really poor. But me and Serena, we actually she looked up the other day. Did you know you can go to museums with your uh library card? Yeah, there's up. only a there's only a certain amount of tickets. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know if they still if do it anymore. On it. But I was a for a while I was a big go to the library when it opens kind of dude. Okay. And uh there would just be lineups down the street of people who were going to get the tickets for like the museum, the art gallery, the zoo. Wow. I think they they might have changed it to online, but yeah, that was a big thing. Damn. Yeah, I had no idea. And I felt like after I saw the people who were in that line who were just like, it's just broke parents. Yeah. Who were like, I would like my child to experience some life. Like, I feel yeah. like I feel like I'd be a dickhead if I was like, also, I want to go to the zoo. Yeah, maybe and maybe me. you and your kids should have a core memory, eh? Instead of me yeah. just like taking shrooms and going one day. Yeah. And probably forgetting like, about it later. Doing shrooms and then trying to have sex. Yeah, yeah. And this kid's like, oh, my God, it's a penguin. And you're just, like, reaching in, trying to poke it. Yeah, Arr. someone finds their, like, new lifelong passion where it's like I got diarrhea because I ate some bad food the night before, so I just shit the whole time I was there. And yeah, I took just, a ticket from them. You're That's just shitting cool. your pants, looking at your girlfriend, being like, this place really is a prison. <laughs> it's not, not really doing anything useful or helpful yeah. for anyone. But, yeah, no, uh, they, they go on cute You dates. should go to the museum. Museum sick. I, Kids hate the museum. They don't want to go there. That is the that is the ticket. I'd like to go where kids are not. I feel very deeply uncomfortable. Have you been to the Hamilton Art Gallery? I don't know. I don't it's think so. nice. Yeah? It's a nice. It's yeah. It's across the street the from Hamilton Art Gallery? Yeah, they had that. Uh, they had an Alex Colville thing there where they actually had the that painting of the horse running towards the train. So I got to see that one in person. I'm a big Alex Colville fan, so I don't know who that is. That was cool. That's cool. He's sick. He makes like his art looks his art looks kind of like it's computer generated, but it's all painted. Okay. And it's very, a lot alive? of like moments of tension and stuff. I think so. Honestly, I don't know too much about the dude. I have a print of his in my room. Yeah. Is that it that on the wall behind your head? No, that's a caricature of Darren Chris that someone made for Micah. Oh, that that guy that she went to the the Christmas tickets for, right? Yeah, she's going to see him again in New York. Damn. She's, uh, she's, she's like gonna, road tripping with one of the other uh fans that she met? Nope. <laughs> just flying down there. Uh she's gonna be front row center to see him star in the Little Shop of Horrors musical. Oh, that's actually fucking really cool. Yeah, it's very cool. That's very, and that's honestly to me very, center. that's very different than uh, Mike is going to see Darren Chris again. You make it sound like it's just him and it's like just an event that's he's in. Like, obviously, she's probably just going mostly because he's in it. Yes. But it's still like a play that she does she not really enjoy. care that much about the man eating plant musical comedy. Not yet. As much. Not That's true. Darren Chris makes her care about Not it. until Darren Chris enunciates really hard and accidentally spits on her face. She yeah. gets a big old boner. 
and then have to do that. That's oh yeah, you wanted you wanted to talk about um, I guess speaking of dating, I don't fucking you want to talk about uh mom girlfriends, just this phenomenon that we just love. Yeah, it's a it's a weird phenomenon, but I think it's like a necessary phenomenon that all absolutely guys go through. You had one, right? I've had a few. A few for wow. sure. A, a couple different moms tackled the project. Yeah. Damn. No, it was it was a lot of like I don't know, not none of them were as mom girlfriend as I've seen the successful relationships go. Yeah. But like my cousin's in one. Yeah, what's that like? Uh, she picks out his clothes for him. It's weird. Yeah, like she's like a. You can always tell when you go to the wedding because you just look around the wedding and you're like, oh, not only does the groom did the groom have zero say in any of this wedding, he's legitimately surprised by the things that are happening at the wedding because yeah. he didn't even know they were going to happen. <laughs> yeah. He's just been sleepwalking through all those rehearsals, and now he's showing up on the day like, yeah, no, this is what she likes. What do you think, like, what does the woman get out of the mom relationship? Like, what is, is it just that, that she wants to be, like, that maternal? Yeah, I assume it's the same things mom get out of being moms. Yeah, but it's, like, not actually your your kid, you know? Yeah, it's better than a kid, because you can fuck it. Do you think, uh, do you... <laughs> Do you, uh, do you thank you for acknowledging who've... that that was Jesus? Yeah, that thought was, you were just gonna, <laughs> that's pretty good. Do you have any friends who had like mom girlfriends who then had kids with their mom girlfriends? And then what happened to the dynamic at that point? Oh, it's fun. Um, so it starts out, um, you know, mom girlfriend doing stuff like mm -hmm. the laundry and cooking the meals, picking out the outfits, telling him exactly what to do around the house at any yeah. given moment. Yeah. Um, picking out his clothes, deciding what clothes he should buy. Yeah. Deciding when he should go to the gym and when he should have cake. <laughs> All that shit. Just scheduling out the whole day. And then you have children and the husband you don't want to do that for him anymore because you have actual children. What you would you, like is for him yes, to help you. Yeah. You have someone who's much cuter that you can do it for. Yeah. Like, I'm and, sorry if they make a mistake, not like you fucking bitch. <laughs> and you feel an actual maternal instinct for. Yeah. Yeah. You're not, you know, pressing it. Yeah. And now this is just some, uh, some other kid basically because the husband still has no life skills. Yeah, because he's never had to get any. It's been his mom and then you. And so then you just kind of start resenting him. And now he's just like a burden on the family. And, now, and then he just becomes like, you know, the Elk Lodge, like bar dad who goes out with his buddies, pretends he's in high school. And then he comes home and he like tries to be friends with the kids. It's just it's a nightmare. Do you think a lot of like mom, like uh, mom girlfriend relationships, if they go to marriage end in divorce? Like, do you think it's like a logical step of like once the kids are like developed enough where, you know, then she starts looking at the husband and be like, why do I have an extra fucking kid? This is my kid. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Or it might, they might just turn into those like old school, like 80s and 90s marriages where the parents just kind of hate each other yeah and it's yeah. just and it's just that thing of parents don't like each other and then for the record there's also um there's also dad boyfriends for the record are there dad boyfriends there are 100 percent dad boyfriends the only difference is that they're legitimately older and i think that like it's um i think it's a fetish that's like more accepted because you hear more you hear more women wanting to say daddy in the bedroom than I've ever heard a guy want to say mommy. I've never had a friend, any level of drunk open up to me and go, yeah, I like, I like saying mommy in the bedroom. Yeah, you know? no, that's never a whole happens. thing. You need, you need like a diaper and a soother and props and stuff. Like it's a yeah. whole 
It's a whole other process. A different ordeal, yeah. But that was also, I don't know, that's been common forever. Just older guys dating younger women. Yeah, it's kind and of like how the world worked for a long time. It was kind of yeah, like absolutely. the incentive to middle-aged men to work hard. It's like, don't worry, man, when you're old, you get a hot new one. Yeah, exactly. That was the incentive of success was like a young wife Yeah, that you get if you get rich enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. But we've definitely, we've seen that. There were, you know, people that we knew who graduated high school. They didn't have shit going on. They didn't have mm-hmm. a plan. They didn't have any desires, really. And so you just start fucking a 40-year-old dude, move into his house, and you're fine. Yeah, you kind of tag tag out for like the the wife or whatever. You're like, yeah, Bob, look at me, no wrinkles. Let's do this thing. It's like, hey, I am still a moldable personality who will rely <laughs> on and respect you and make you feel young again. And hey, he's still like, twenty I... years from menopause, big guy. And that guy's yeah, like, he's like, hell yeah. He's like, I already have an established life, so you don't really have to do any work on establishing your own life. Come on in. The rent's covered. Cook me food sometimes. Do you think you could have ever seen yourself doing something like that? And how much older would you go? If you like oh, were on wait. a dating app and you fell in <laughs> I love thought you, with I like... thought you were going to ask me younger. No, no, no. I mean, like if it was like flipped and there was like an older woman you were dating. What would you go? Like, 50? Too old. Oh, Jesus. I've dated. Like, I dated old. older before. Yeah. When, yeah. When I was like 24, I dated a 32 year old for a bit. And when I was like 22 ish, I think I dated a, uh, I dated a 29 year old, 30 year old somewhere in there. Okay. So you got like the seven, eight years. I think that's like the biggest difference I've had too. The seven yeah. or eight years. It's oh yeah. Cause you had a mom girlfriend. You fucking I did have a mom girl weenie. Yeah. I can't believe you're going to like, dude, where'd you get that? sweater and those jeans and that fucking jacket <laughs> basically everything i wear yeah and you know what and my current girlfriend uh serena will just talk shit about all the clothes i have and be like she wanted you to never get laid and i was like oh yeah probably that's why she bought me all these fucking graphic tees could you imagine that would, that would be weird if you had a girlfriend who wanted to get you laid yeah that's a very specific kind of lady yeah, like cucking herself. Yeah. Strange. Where are those queens? Where are those? <laughs> Where we need are more they? of those goddesses. Because I would love, that's the kind of mom girlfriend I need. I need a mom girlfriend who will teach me how to get laid. Because I never knew. Yeah. <laughs> it would be, be like nice. St- like Stifler's mom. Like a lady like that. Like a mom girlfriend. Yeah. Talk you through it. What's the oldest you'd go now? You're what, 31 now? Yeah. I don't know. I think anything past like anything past 40 feels kind of odd. Yeah. It's just because it's just like I'd feel like, ma'am, like I'd feel like I had to respect <laughs> them. If they're like a decade ahead of me, I'd have to be like, yes, ma'am. Yes, Mrs. Sampson. <laughs> Dougie, you eat this pussy. Yes, Mrs. Sampson. I'm like, oh, I don't want to eat the pussy. Oh, I want to go play with my friends. <laughs> So we'll go play Xbox. I don't know. I feel like for the right 48-year-old, you'd get in there. Oh, yeah, true. And, like, you know, certain people just age completely differently. Helen so, Mirren, you know? Yeah. She's, like, 80. The lady who played McGonagall? <laughs> I have a question for you. Peggy Smith? Hubba, yeah. hubba. Because, because you're honestly... No, but eh, out of respect, Dame Judy Dench. When else are you going to have the opportunity to have sex with a Dame? Um, Exactly. Very disrespectful to Dame Judy Dench. Couldn't be worse. Because you're. Do you think that you have an easier time dating younger than older? Oh, for sure. For sure. Because you're so immature. Yeah. 100%. 100%. That's why yeah. it is. 100%. I think because, and, you know, speaking of the mom girlfriend, I legit remember at one point that girl saying to me, like, oh, you're like my autistic son. And I was oh. like, well, I'm ready to fuck. Like, does that yeah. do it for you? Like, it's, I don't know. It's a was, weird. 
Was she riding you while she said that? No, oh, you're like my like autistic a, son. I don't know what the <clears throat> context was, but it was like a sexual one, but it was like a still like a <laughs> why would you say that to your like you know boyfriend? That's weird. <laughs> Just a strange sentence. That's a weird compliment. It's not even a compliment. It's just a comment. Just a weird <laughs> comment. That was the. I think that was the problem with that lady. Was uh too many comments, not enough compliments. <laughs> yeah. Just like yeah, I'm just gonna flatly point out a thing I don't like about you, eh, <laughs> and then just continue on. Which that is that is very mom girlfriend, by the way. Oh, hundred percent. That that is a classic mom girlfriend move. Yeah. Is just is just being like um. You know, I just think it would be nice if maybe you would do the dishes. Just a like a lack of respect. Yeah. I don't know how dad boyfriends do it, but I assume it's like yelling. You know, it'd be like if they don't do something, they're just like, hey. You know, if you like ask them to do the dishes, like, hey. And they're like, they get up but and do the dishes. Is that a dog boyfriend? What is that? Oh, it's like a dad. Hey. Like if I if my mom was ever you know bitching at me to do something, it probably would have no effect. And then she'd be like, to my dad, like Jeff, and he'd be like, "Hi," and I would just like, go <laughs> do it. Well, like my dad was like a violent guy or whatever. But like, oh shit, she got the big guy involved. Oh I shit, better go Dad's do this involved. thing. Yeah, I don't want Dad up. to have to stop being fun. And it was parents. even like any like time I did anything as a kid, it would just be like, "Yeah, you do it." Just. Don't let your mother found out or be home before your mother is. Like, All right, cool. I didn't start a timer, but I feel like we have time for uh, one more thing. Uh, I think we're actually close on an hour or I think we're at like okay. 50, 55 ish. Do you have any plugs uh, this week? I, I want to talk about this anyway. Yeah, go for it. Because I will not remember next week. Yeah, yeah. Fuck it. Why not? Um, I, I was looking up some stuff on how they do the military draft in Thailand. Okay. Why? I don't know. I've watched like a clip of a video and then I was like, I want to get this right. You want to watch I... like a, a lady boys to men documentary on them becoming nice. soldiers. Thank you. Very nice. That's good Thank stuff. You. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, how they do it. Everybody in Thailand has to have a mandatory if in service in the military. Mm -hmm. And your options are either you can volunteer and then you have to serve a mandatory one year or you can enter the lottery that happens every year. And if you're selected in that, you serve for two years. And it's not the lottery is not like they send a thing to your house that says you're conscripted or whatever, like it's your turn. Yeah. What they do is they just get all of the eligible men in like a community and they put them in like a high school gymnasium and they have a big green bucket at the front of the room. Oh my God. And you have to go up and pull a paper out of the bucket. And if it's black, that means you're not in the military. And if it red, if it's red, that means that you are immediately in the military and they have like guards there and you have to sign your name on the thing. And then Whoa. you just go be in the military. Jesus <laughs> and guys Christ. Are like, they're pulling it out and they're like fainting and crying. And the guards next to them are just laughing at him and holding them up and making them go sign this thing. Dude, that's fucked. What would you do? Um, I don't know, man. I, ah, Here's the thing. I think I would do the year if I got to pick the branch. It's like, bro, I'll go, I'll go clean up some potatoes and like, you know, spit polish a toilet for a year, you know, no, domestic I, service. No way. That's how it works. Fuck. You just get wherever. The, also, I don't know if Thailand has like a ton of branches of their military. I don't know what they got going on. Yeah. They probably got like two, two branches, yeah. six people in the military. I don't know how the time. I don't know how the Thai Navy is doing, but maybe, I don't know. Where are they on a map? Um, Oh, but don't yeah, worry. I think, I think I... they got tons of semen in Thailand. Good night, everybody. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Thank you. I, I don't know, man. I was like, I think I would do, I think I would have to sign up for the year just because every every year, 100,000 
100,000 yeah, people. How many make it? How many make it in the lottery? 100,000 people get conscripted every year. Okay, out of like what's the population, do you know? I like do that not age know. Bracket? I look that up. Population military aged men in Thailand. And My when Google do you age, search When do you age out of conscription? Like 35, 45? Uh, I don't know. It says there's 14 million. Okay. Yeah. So I think I would do the year just to feel a bit superior to the people who get stuck doing two. And there's also just like the, would I rather be afraid for the entirety of my adult life once a year? year. Yeah. Every year you're just going to sit in a gym. And like you're making plans up to that point in your year. It's like, yeah, I can hang out on Thursday unless I'm drafted into the military, in which case I guess I'll see you in two years. Like yeah. that's <laughs> a terrifying like, way to live. I'd rather just sign up 18, get it over and done with nice yeah, and you young. Get, you get a deferment while you're in university or college or whatever. Okay. But then as soon as you graduate, no matter what your job is, you're immediately eligible. Damn. No matter any job, you show up. Like celebrities do it. Can you pay your way out of it? Like can rich kids pay their way out of like not like like quote unquote no. But fucking yeah. But they can, you know, not have to do it. They they can do enough cocaine that it goes by faster. Um (laughs) yeah. They uh Yeah, I thought that was fucking nuts. Just going up and pulling a piece of paper out of a jug. And being like, oh, all right, come with us. You're in the military now. That's brutal. You're like, oh, I brought my phone with me. Yeah, and that's not a fun, that. like, North American, like, Canadian. You're getting stationed in Nova Scotia and learning how to yeah. fly drones with an Xbox controller kind of military. That's like a... And it's like... You hide in a tree and shoot shit. And it's like if I you assume, take the risk, you have to do it twice as long. Like, yeah, that's a fun wrinkle. That is a very fun wrinkle. Otherwise, no one would fucking. It's sign up. one of those things where, like, every Taiwanese or every guy from Thailand was probably like, yeah, Thai- <laughs> you got us. <laughs> Fuck, you got us. All right, you bastards. What if yeah, you just don't up. show up? Is there just like a warrant out for your arrest? Like you're. Yeah, I don't think they'd be cool with that. Yeah. That feels like a let's make an example of them kind of a move. So then what happens to people who like you want to move from? I'm asking you questions you for sure don't have the answers to. I'll but, answer uh, them. Like, <laughs> if you're like 24 answers. and you've skipped out on the lottery so far, like you haven't gotten in and you want to immigrate to Canada and you get your citizenship, you have to go back once a year and or are you only eligible for citizenship to another country after you've done a year? That's what I would do if I was Thailand. But yeah, you want to leave? You have to do the thing we want you to do first. I don't think places can stop you from leaving. I think they can. Yeah? I think that's what all countries do all the time. It might be one of those where if you want to move back at any point, you come back to jail. Yeah. (laughs) You're in the military this time. Now it's your time. Yeah, I think that's how it is in Israel. Because they have mandatory military shit there too. Do you think we should have had that? Damn. I mean, we'd probably be in far better uh, physical shape if that was. A yeah, because we don't have any wars. I'm very undisciplined. You know what? Yeah, I think uh, mandatory military service. You know, not man, Mary, maybe military service, but like basic training and like that stuff would probably be a good uh, idea. Like, shouldn't all people have basic training? Maybe that's a good idea. All people should be able to do basic training. But it includes like how to do your taxes and how to properly boil pasta along with push-ups and gun shooting. Like how to do how to do your taxes right after you did the monkey bars. You're like, I'm so tired. My hands hurt. (laughs) It's like, I don't know if this is the right form. Then you have to (laughs) monkey bar back to get the right form and then you monkey bar (laughs) over to do your taxes. Uh, Nightmare. Nightmare. Speaking of nightmare, do you have any shows coming up this week, Doug? Honestly, don't think I have one fucking show booked this week. So I'm an idiot. Uh, the next show I'm really stoked for come to uh, Rusty Nail Comedy on February 17th. I'm headlining that motherfucker. That's going to be fun as hell. And 
in Hamilton on March 4th at the Staircase Theater. We're doing Sweating It Out. Comics are wearing sweatpants. Audiences wearing sweatpants. We're doing all new jokes. If you don't wear sweatpants, I'm going to make you wear a dunce cap and we're going to make fun of you. When is that again? March 4th. It's a Monday. Oh, yeah. I'm doing that. You are doing that. I don't have any I don't have any dates this week. If I don't have any dates again next week, I'm going to make some up. So, get ready That's for that. Thank I'm you. opening for Cat Williams. Uh just making shit up. All right. Uh thanks for listening everybody. We love you. Goodbye. Bye.